This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside with me, as always, he doesn't have a statue. It's Mitch Doyle. Well, that's... that's Bearing the lead a bit. <laughs> uh, yes, I don't have a statue, but I will once the Broncos finish above the Knights this season. I'm getting a uh, from Statue Man. We bet a statue v statue bet. If you didn't know, if the Broncos finish above the Knights, I get a miniature bobblehead of me. Mitch That's, is on another level. Like you, you yeah. fools are like betting money. Excuse he's betting, me. He's betting architecture and structures and shit. Sir, man. can you please wait till you're introduced to speak? <laughs> well, no one knows you're here yet. <laughs> it's the it's the it, it's the the cane to my able. You could have said the cane to my cleal. The, 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 the coals, my the coals to my Woolworths. The Christian to my edge. Nick Campton, hello. Hey, man. Good to be here. Uh, yeah, so we're on. Uh, we're all getting together. This is basically the first time I've seen anyone apart from my wife in a week and a half. Oh, or you so. married? Huh? I'm fucking bragging. <laughs> Congrats oh, on a the woman sex. at my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Up and Dude, a girl <laughs> takes showers where I take showers. Right there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. okay. I got to tell you, this is pretty terrific. <laughs> um, so this will be question time. We're going to probably throw this one out first of our latest uh, chunk of episodes we're recording purely because it's, it's, it's probably now that the footy's off, it's the one that's the most time sensitive. So it'll be the one that goes out first. But um, before we get into the questions, Mitchell, we have an announcement. Well, sorry, we have two announcements. One is that Dale is sick again and we hope that he gets well soon. And that, uh, and uh, a second announcement. It is a, it is the greatest time for sickies of all time. By the way, like you can't you have to take sickies seriously right now. You can't. You know what, Dale? You, this is a cough. Just come on over. It's just a cough. But yeah, Dale is sick. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will. Yes, Simi Renrandra. Second announcement is um, we've joined a uh, podcast studio, I guess you'd call it. I was jo- signed a partnership agreement with Acast, who uh, a large studio around the world. They have you know the Football Ramble, how so my dad uh, wrote a porno, all the Yahoo sports Yahoo ones. Sports podcast. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, we're, we are joining their podcast network uh, as of the upcoming week. We'll, we'll be migrating to their platform, and you'll be hearing more of our gear. Uh, don't stress don't. if you if you have us subscribed on whatever app you're on, it'll be fine. Nothing will change. You don't have to do anything. So yeah, but essentially for us, we'll be joining a network, and it's only beneficial for us. You're not going to lift up too much of the uh, kimono here, or share too much of the news. We haven't really come to the full terms of what it's going to look like for us. We've signed a contract, obviously, but yeah, we're excited to to take the podcast forward and yeah. join a network and hopefully grow our listener base and grow our quality of of episode. We've got access to studio space now, so if we yeah, want to bring on exciting. guests that aren't just our mates who don't want to sit in Bungard's lounge room, yeah, I, we I can do that. Yeah, I felt weird inviting Nathan Merritt to come sit on my couch to talk about that time he kicked a field goal. So, yeah. Can Lift up the kimono. Yeah. That's a hell of an expression. I like it. <laughs> I've not heard, but, that. Um, I've not heard that before. It, it, don't, don't stress. We, uh, nothing content-wise will change. We will still be the same old boom rookies. We own um, all our own rights for this podcast. Yeah, so We own the content schedule. We do everything ourselves. It's a good yeah. agreement for us. But just, obviously, we are super excited to be doing this. It's obviously... A big step for the show, and and we thank you all for supporting us because I mean, without the strength of both uh, our listener base and our Patreon, they wouldn't have uh, reached out to us. And so. also, like, thank me for my talent as a <laughs> as a what? Thank you to all the people. What about us? We we put the work in as well. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. just well, joking there. But I'm real I'm real stoked for the yeah, show getting it. this, and I'm real proud of you all. Yeah, that's exciting. it. I mean, Appreciate it's that. funny. We finally start asking for money and then people take it seriously, I guess. I don't know, but that's it. Patreon. Moral of the story, ask for money. It is, but you know, it is. <laughs> Get it, paid. We, we start doing the Patreon, change our format up and this kind of lines up this way. It works well for us and hopefully, you know, us getting a bit more commercial benefit for the podcast make sure you keep getting the podcast and more of it. As yeah, you know, this like we, we will have a Greatest Games with Nick Campton coming out and we, we all took the time to watch an entire game, like the entire game, like 
and that's wow. We watched a full game. We yeah. watched an entire game of football. Mitch. No, Can just, you believe? I'm it? just saying that like that 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 is that is commendable of us to do that's, the bare that's, minimum. It's not dog. Like <laughs> I might have watched it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you would. I mean, I've been watching 2010, 2011 Broncos all week, and uh, those aren't coming. And that is time well spent. Yeah, but this is an Origin game that Queensland lost, Mitchell. So that it is that is different, and it's I an mean, Origin it, game it, for me. Full stop. It didn't really happen. <laughs> so, um, and that is that is why Nick Campton is here, and we'll be doing a couple of other episodes as well. Um, but yeah, but, uh, stay tuned for that one in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but this will be our all questions episode, Mitchell. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? Yeah. We're gonna have a of questions. We're starting with the Patreon questions. So those are people who are pay for the privilege to be uh, prioritised. Anyway, first up, Matty McPearson twenty five asks. If the NRL was to fold newly took place with its brand new teams, how many teams should it have and where should it be located? Let's save that one. I shouldn't even ask it. That's a big question. <laughs> we'll I literally save... said to you, I know. filter out the ones about... I filtered on Twitter, not on Patreon. Okay. Okay. Rowan Edwards asks, what does Ben Hunt's career look like if Jonathan Thurston had kicked the 2015 grand final side like conversion and extra time never took place? Great So question. the Broncos still lose. But, he but it's not his fault. Much. I think it's about the same. So do I. Yeah, because he he's stayed the same player. He is. He kind he kind of he kind of is what he is at this point, and what he is is what he was in 2015. Like he, he'd escape he'd escape a lot of memeing, and every yeah. time he drops a kick off or a dropout, everyone or anyone jeers and laughs. Yeah, and everyone jeers and laughs at him and all that. And he sort of has like even even he now has kind of like this wry grin. What kind about of people it. would continually bring that up every week for four years since it happened? Of I don't know. know. That's, well, that segment's cool. We we'll have to bring that back at some point. I miss we? the drops, man. The drops. Yeah, I want the ra- the rad Radri. We still get question drop. time drops. I, I might throw a, I might throw a rad Radri in before we did the for the ACAS announcement. Yeah, nice one. Okay, it is some news. That's yeah. yeah, people do like. Yeah, that, I, that. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it changes too much apart from he doesn't get. Do, do you know why I don't think it changes too much? Is because in the in that semi final against Souths two years ago, he basically. Put it all in his back again and did the wrong thing. And yeah, see, I didn't reckon care. I know the the stage isn't the same. The grand finals are much bigger, much more, much higher stakes. But that one against Souths to me is worse because dropping a kickoff like anyone can do that. Anyone can drop a Kyle Felt kickoff. They're fucking crazy. But then the Souths one, that's like just a total breakdown of, of how he's supposed to yeah. play. Yeah. But know? by and large, it's not like his career has fallen off a cliff. I still think he's a really good player. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, what it is. Though he's good, never going to be a great. Yeah. Okay. And. I did rewatch some 2010, 2011 Broncos, and one of the games Ben Hunt got the opportunity to start in the halves, dropped the kickoff. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, it's weird, because I've been watching those highlights you've been putting up. It's strange to see him in that team. Like, even though he's just the bench hooker for, like, four years or whatever, but it's strange to see him run around with Izzy and Lockyer yeah. and all them. Like, because you just don't think of him as being a part of that era, but... But he, but he was. He's been around for a really long time. This is a, this is his eleventh season in first yeah. grade. He's booted in oh nine, and he wasn't actually a very good bench hooker, which is weird. How he became a good hooker? Yeah, yeah. I know. So weird. But yeah, I think such he, a such a weird like Ben Hunt fascinates me. I, I wrote a really long thing um, back in February, just after I came back to work, and it was all about Ben Hunt and all the scrutiny that he sort of cops and 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 the way that we perceive him. He's one of those players that endlessly fascinates me. There's a, a generation of these NYC like you know, the Toyota Cup halves. And I'll put him and Sean Johnson in the same basket that kind of like had this peak of their best footy was like when they just did whatever the hell they wanted to do. And Ben Hunt's best footy was 2014 when he finally got the starting job. And there wasn't really responsibility of being a halfback. He was just, he was the halfback, but he ran the ball. He could just run around and and, and do stuff. And And, that's a good, that's a good comparison that you make to Johnson. Because I always think the worst thing that ever happened to Johnson is they got it in his head that he had to be like an on-field general and a leader. and And Ben Hunt's the same thing. And Ben Hunt's the same thing. And with Johnson, it sort of like just took away from his running game and all the other things that he did well. And he ended up, Johnson in particular turned out to be an all right Organizer, but it, it does feel like it almost kind of capped him a little bit, you know. If, yeah. yeah, so and I don't know if it's because they came through at that time when they when the twenties wasn't really like playing against men where they could get away with running game, not organizing. I don't know if it's because they came through that same system, but there's a few guys of that era for me that came through and didn't know when they got to first grade, didn't know what to do with the organizational game of that part of the game. I think Mitch Moses kind of creeps into that for me as yeah, well. Yeah, Moses is kind of like the. I think like Moses and Brooks are almost like the end yeah. of that. But I, I I wouldn't say it's that. I think it's more. Um, Excuse me. And I, I think it's more, and I touched on this a little bit in the thing I wrote about Hunt. I think it's because the best halves when Hunt was coming up are Thurston and Cronk, right? They ruined expectations. Exactly. Didn't they? So they ruined expectations and they sort of changed the image of what a top class halfback is, is supposed to look like. So everybody tries to make their guys like Thurston and Cronk. But there's only one Thurston. There's only one Cronk. Like you're never, you're never going to find somebody like that again. There's no point trying to make somebody that's not like that. 
into something like that. So I, I think that's what happened with Hunt and that's what happened with Johnson. They kind of got shoved into this into the, into this role that they're just not really well suited for. Yeah, and we don't we never accept good footballers anymore. We never no, ac- no, it's you're either the very very best. Or you shit ass and trash and you drop kickoffs yeah. in the grand final. So, and I mentioned that again, watching 2010-2011 Broncos, Peter Wallace is actually a really good halfback at that period. But because he wasn't a great halfback after Lockyer went, we kicked him to the curb and no one rated him anymore. But mm-hmm. he was a really good halfback for a few years there. But being good is just not what people want anymore. They want great, Every half has to be a great half. You have to earn the big bucks or whatever. And Ben Hunt's kind of been tired and dragged down by that expectation after his, his, his initial rise of that. He's supposed to be better than what he is, but this is just what he is. Mm. Let's move on to the next question. Matt Coleman, considering the average age of, rugby, of the rugby league department, how would the Daily Telegraph, how worried is the Daily Telegraph about a coronavirus pandemic and are you secretly rooting for one? Well, well in, these, in these troubled times, I'm afraid I can't comment. You can't. Smart. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone's secretly rooting for a, uh, a coronavirus p- pandemic. Something publicly rooting for it. <laughs> we have... We were the first pro-coronavirus podcast. <laughs> and boy, do I regret that decision. Because as, as I said to these guys before we got on air, it just it was like a, it's like a Venus flytrap, actually. It's, I'm the fly, and it's sense was drawing me in. It's like, well, look I at preferred, me. I preferred your off-air analogy. Off-air, okay, yeah. that's it. it was a, okay, I'm drunk at a pub. And it was, coronavirus is a one-night stand. And I was like, look at that. Look at that across the pub. It says, oh, look at that sexy thing. You're going to kill the boomers, you say? Oh, okay. Here I come. I go there, I take her home, and then I'm in the trap. She's locked me down. <laughs> She's got, we're having kids. She's taken my reserve guy rugby league from me when we get divorced. It's all gone. All the all the bluster and, and the joy from a distance. Yeah. You woke up and she'd stolen your television. Yeah, it was good. We've all, we've all, all been it. there. I signed up for the boomers. Though. I didn't sign up for the Queensland Cup. Die. Fine print. Get you every time. <laughs> it does. Anyway, Matt Commons. Next question. What's the biggest sliding doors moment in NRL history? Which single play changed the fortune of a team for better or for worse? That is a fantastic question. That's a really great question. There's a f- okay. There's a few selfish ones for me, and they wouldn't always be in history. But the Jared Beal knee to, to lock you up yeah. defines a lot of the Broncos' last decade of history. You know that I, I still truly believe that they win that grand final that year if if Lockie stays fit with the run they were on. They'd only wa- they'd only lost. Well, they hadn't lost. Like they won last eight and nine in a row. But when Maguire was fit, he was the missing piece out of all those players who came in and gave the Broncos a prop they didn't have. They lost two games all year with Maguire and Lockyer fit. When Maguire come back in, that was a fan- that was the diff- different. Sorry, the differing piece in that team. They had all these great edge players, these great backs. They're missing a prop, and he came in, and I thought that team would have won if he stayed around. So for me, the Beal need to lock his face. Not only obviously ended their year that year, but it also led to a few careers that from that point kind of waned. Like Alex Glenn and Matt Gillett never really were as good as they were after mm-hmm. that. Ben Teo went on to be a different player at South and be a good player then as well. But, you know, Sam Thiday kind of started going down over, over the cliff from that point onwards. The Broncos' identity kind of changed from there. That We started running through other halves. That, that for me, for my club, is a sliding doors moment. I know this isn't Broncos Weekly, but this is one that I've just thought of now while you're answering that mm-hmm. question. There was maybe not a specific moment, but the Broncos played Illawarra in the finals in 1992 in the major semi-final. So the yep. winner goes through the grand final. The loser plays St. George and gets a second shot at it. And the Broncos the Broncos beat them. And I've never seen that game. I don't know if there is a moment that it hinged on. But say Brisbane lose that game and they don't make the grand final and they don't win that first title. Because you've got to remember, the Broncos were hot shit from the second they came in. They were like pretty mm. much the Queensland origin side playing first grade. But they didn't make the finals until 1990. In 1991, they missed the finals completely. And going into 92, they sort of had this rep of being a really great side or a really great uh, group of individuals that didn't gel together and play as a team. And that sort of changed when they won in 92. And then they mm. won in 92, they won in 93, and all of a sudden they're the super club and they're talking about them winning for the next 10 years and all that sort of shit. Had they not won in 92, it's possible that none of that ever happens. And they become a little bit like the Warriors, say, a really, really talented team in a really great city that has mm. all the advantages but can't get them together. So say Brisbane don't win that grand final in 92 and never become the super club. Super League never happens because that was the genesis of the Broncos mm. and that only happened because they were a bit so big and so successful mm. so say Brisbane never win that Super League never happens Wayne Bennett never becomes the super coach think about all the things that then spiral yeah. so out I'm, from my, there you mine, know what I'm is, mine is in a similar vein but it's slightly further on down the timeline just because I think that Brisbane team was so good that you couldn't really have stopped them from winning a competition I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure whether a setback in 1902 would have 
had these widespread ramifications. Well, I think like we were talking but about the Bronco aura and all that shit. Like, that's when it kind of but, starts. So right? mine, mine is similar though, and, and it ends up at the same place. Um, mine is the Bulldogs agreeing to join Super League. Oh, that is good. Oh, I don't because, know. Because, Talk me through it. Talk me through well, it. Well, because the Bulldogs agreeing to join Super League was basically like the catalyst for it getting off the ground in the first place because they really wanted one of these marquee Sydney clubs to join this breakaway competition. I know they had Penrith and Cronulla, but no disrespect to those two clubs. But yeah, they're not, it's a different thing. They're, they're, they're very well, much... Well, a big thing as well because Peter Moore yes. was such like a storied AIL exactly. figure. Yeah. And, the, and the, you know, the Shire and Penrith are quite... Like, they're on the fringes of Sydney. They're not like... As ingrained in the, in the... They're not old money. They're not. They're exactly not old right. money. And obviously, you know, the, the Roosters, Parramatta, Souths, West, Balmain, never going to happen. If the Bulldogs don't go to Super League, I'm not sure if the competition ever gets off the ground. And then we end up with the same uh, knock-on effect that your your scenario ends up with. So that's a good point, that one. The yeah. Canterbury 4 is also a very interesting subplot of that, which was so, the, the, so wild. the four guys... I don't, know if R- I don't know if RL Digest have done an episode on that yet, but like, I'm hanging out for it. It's going to be sick. Yeah. Well, um, over the next few weeks, we're sure we'll have enough time ourselves to do our own mediocre Super League podcast. <laughs> Not as good as theirs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done a bit more research than we have. But yeah, you can't talk 90s rugby league without talking that... Broncos team that Campo mentioned, yeah. and well, you can't talk Super an, League. An, an, another one, another one. Say um, the Knights go to Super League, because if the Knights go to Super yeah. League, there's a fair chance the ARL falls over. Like the Knights were such hot shit at the time. Were they close? They were really like, close. Really close. They were they were really really close. Um, what happened was is the Harrigan signed with the AR. This is listen to RL Digest if you want more details. They know a lot more about this than we do. But what happened was the Har- Paul Harrigan signed with the ARL, and the Knights were all still on the fence. So what? So Paul Harrigan rented a bus, went around Newcastle, gathered, gathered all the boys up, and drove him down to Sydney to get the ARL pitch. But the whole, like, you go back and you read any of the reports from from Super League, they all look at Newcastle as like the like that's the that's the one. If Super League had gotten them, all of a sudden the ARL is a Sydney competition and the crushes. You know what I mean? And that might have been enough to cripple them. So you know, great question, man. Great question. Okay, next question. Corey Goats asks on our Patreon, if we're forced into a lockdown, what skill would you try and master? Um, I've been doing a lot of um, keepy-ups, so I just try to get better at those. Okay. You got any skills, Campo? No. Yeah, I know. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dog. Yeah, no, was... I'd, I'd do a lot of push-ups. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm useless to society. Yeah, if I, I suck, come man. Like... In, a, in, a, in a post-pandemic world, I'm quite useless to society. Um, for me personally, it's actually, uh, which is so exciting, Python, which is, you know, a coding language. Yeah, yeah. I'd, cool. I'd try and That's learn. That's cool, man. Warwick Ahern, which of Canberra's greatest games has Campo binge watching during the isolation period? All of them, I assume. A lot of them, yeah. Like, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of I've them. Seen them. I've seen them all before, but you can never see them too many times. Uh, I disagree. And- I, I'm quite happy to never see the 2019 prelim ever again. <laughs> Uh, Frankie asks us, "What is the on- when is the OnlyFans content starting?" And I mean, what are we doing here for not starting OnlyFans content? That's true. Uh, well, we did mention someone might be spitting their mouth at some point, yep. so that that was another podcast we just recorded. But Mitchell, maybe- respect the timeline. No. They haven't heard that joke yet. Whatever, that's I've ruined down it the now. line. Now they're going to look forward to it for two <laughs> well, weeks. Well, listen for it for the whole the next seventeen <laughs> podcasts. Uh, Hunter Austin, how long until the Dragons come out and say Frizzell not re-signing is all Ben Hunt's fault? <laughs> Um, there's some questions coming about this, but Ben Hunt getting blamed for everything by Darren Lockyer right now is great. <laughs> just, did Ben Hunt? Did is it Ben Hunt? Did Ben Hunt bring the coronavirus to Australia? Well, he put the the, the game in the financial burden. Apparently, that, that was him, him signing that contract. It's his fault, not the salary cap before it or the club he offering the contract. It's Ben Hunt's fault. He exploded the market. So the, I don't know if the Dragons will come out and say it's Ben Hunt's fault, but Lockyer will happily do it for him. <laughs> That's why he lost Brazil. Okay. Over onto Twitter, Maddie McP again. In order, give us your hottest takes from every Origin player. No, I'm not giving you. I got him. If he wants them, I got him. Like, every single one. Okay, uh, like Campisi never should have been dropped after game. Uh, Nathan Merritt should have played far earlier than he did. Jared Croker should have played. Yeah, agree. So agree with all of those. What a great a group of how takes good are, that how we, good are we going? Boys? Yeah, they're all great. Maddie will love all those. Too. We should yeah, publicly stone Daly Tree Evans, maybe. <laughs> Let's hear hear him out. Let him speak. (laughs) Okay. Matty asks again, what is the Matt Singh story Campo wanted Gus Gould to tell? Okay. So um, Gus used to always tell this great story about Matt Singh because 
Gus played a big part in getting Matt Singh to come down from Queensland and play for Sydney, play in Sydney when he signed him to come to Penrith. And the story Gus used to always tell, I don't know if it's true, but Gus used to always tell it whenever Matt Singh did anything. He would say that he met with Matt Singh and he wanted to sign him and he said, oh, we'll pay you $1,000 a year or whatever it was. And Matt Singh sort of stood there for a second and like nodded a little bit and he said, I'm sorry, coach, I don't think I can pay you that much. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good story. So good. I love Matt Singh so much. And then he yeah. scored a hat-trick against the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. We should do a rewind on that game. Oh, do- I'm coming on for that. Don't that worry about that, man. Sick. And Gus wouldn't tell that story again now because it's a nice story. Well, we can't actually <laughs> we can't actually get any Cowboys fans to Sydney right now, so you'll have to be the de facto Don Cowboys Don Burke, fan get him up here. Oh, dangerous Don Burke. Dangerous yeah, Don, loves the Cowboys. Yeah. Not Didn't have a free-to-air game for 35 years or something similar? What was it? What was that stat you had, Cowboys? The, the Cowboys did not have a national free-to-air game from round one, 1995, until the first week of the finals in 2004. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, Buzzy888 says, what does your isolation diet look like? A lot of tofu, a lot of oh, cereal. Um, feeling good, though. Uh, my gym was nice enough to let me take some weights home from the gym and just have them in my apartment. So Campo's been firing off some curls between, between getting recordings. getting a pump on, you know what I mean? Um so it's it's been okay. Like I've, I've got my wife here. We bought a little soccer set. Oh, been, you married? We've been playing. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations! No, but I, what I mean is we're both working from home. The dogs here. I bet we you can are. Go to the. <laughs> we can go to the park next door. It's it's fine. So we're we're doing okay. I just hope that everyone out there is doing okay. And and if you're not, I'm here for you. Send me a message. It's fine. My diet's like beer heavy, like more so than usual, which is. Yeah, I got deal, us all beers but... before we started this episode, <laughs> and you finished your beer before we started recording. Yes. Oh, it's a real man. It's a real beer man there. Uh, my do- isolation diet look like... I'm eating normal-ish, but it's just like at worst intervals. Like yeah. Breakfast is now like 11.30. Well, Lunch is like 4. Well, time has like, lost all my I was, like, I was It's just, like you're at the airport. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, you get a beer at 6.30am. Yeah. Why not? I, I was actually in a really good spot, both like routine-wise and nutrition-wise and exercise-wise, but just before the quarantine, like the month and a half beforehand. I was Pretty a, selfish of, of uh, COVID I know, to come I, and do this and to it, you. Uh, yeah. Pretty much the worst thing that's really come out of this. Yeah, and I was just about to get into a really good gym routine, ah, but the okay. quarantine happened. Yeah, I was yeah. going to go five days a week, and then the, the, the quarantine just... Sorry about that, man. <laughs> <It's gone away. laughs> yeah. uh, but he also asked, did the Bucks improve by getting Tom Brady? Uh, I don't uh, know. I'm, I'm quite upset by that, you know? Oh, um, I don't care. I know, I know you don't care. <laughs> I know you don't care, and no one wants to hear a Patriots fan whinging and bitching and about anything. And nor should we. Mitchell, next question. <laughs> no, it's just, um, and on, there was a few dickheads out there that were like, oh, you know, he's lost it anyway, so we got to move well, on. Has. It's like, well, yeah, he has. But, but he's 43. Yeah, so he's 43. Like, and people saying, oh, yeah, it's time to move on, time to get something else. It's like, Campo. There's never going to be... Campo. What? If the Patriots win a Super Bowl this year with Joe Flacco or Andy Dalton at quarterback, will you finally admit that it was all the system? I don't give a shit if it was Brady or the system. I that's the thing. I don't care. I don't care if it was Brady. I don't care if it was Belichick. I just care that they won and it was sick. Bro. Mitchell, was it the system? It's definitely the system. I don't, again, good, good, good. No, the rest of us again, do I don't care. Right, we all but, agree it is the system. But system or whatever, Brady's the best but, player. Brady is the best player they have ever had. He's the best player they've ever had. I disagree. Have. Adam Vinatieri was the best player. And ever had. it just sucks that he's not going to retire there. I would have taken another five subpar Brady seasons. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give a shit. Um, but to answer the actual question, I don't know if they have gotten better because he's 43 years old. I don't know. They got um, weapons down there, bro. I mean, like, they, even even if he's even if, even if he's just a systems boy, maybe that system can be all right. Like he's chucking him up for Big Mike Evans and that. That's better he than can't trying to like throw it thirty hat. yards. It's fine. No, I actually think they got better because Jamis could had not stop turning the bloody ball. Over. I want Jam- I want Jamis to come to New England. They can't get Cam. There's I want no, ch- there's I want no chance Jamis. Bill is going to take a chance. Well, no, mate. He took chance on on like fellas like Randy Moss and all that. He's taking. That's different. That's not the quarterback. Oh, it's it's. I reckon he'd do it. The, the Patriots, because all, all he's going to want to do is prove that he's the one. He's the reason they're winning, and prove. Then go get Andy Dalton. Actually, they already got Brian Hoyer back. They can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, Brian I mean, they, they haven't got enough cat space currently. They've got like a million dollars in cat space. You know, pending rookies. Cheat the cap. But Come they, they on. what are we to, doing here? They, yeah. they have to release a few guys or make a few deals to get cat space for that. So I don't think that'll happen. Don't think that'll happen for Winston. I don't think, but. Cam oh, I think, I think I've gonna... never been a Winston guy, so I wouldn't care. But Cam Newton going to the Patriots would make no, me extremely been... oh, sad. So I've, awesome. I've liked Jameis Winston in fantasy football, but he's a terrible quarterback. I think it's like a super if, coach. If Jameis was, if you no, were, as, I if think you he's were... great to watch as long as he's not on your team. Correct. Yeah, he's he's, he's, just... he's he's like Dave Taylor. It's like it's great when he's not. It's great when he's not on your team. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, but I'd take him. Like, I love watching. I love watching Keegan Hipgrave run around for the Titans. Thank God he doesn't play for Are you ready for me to say a really obnoxious Patriots thing? I've seen him win so often that I just want to like next question. Next question. Yeah, it's just classic. Play Edelman. Yeah. Play Edelman at quarterback. Do it. <laughs> Fuck you. 
Um, and his next question, how did Cambo get the golden ticket to write wholesome rugby league stories and not angry clickbait type, type stuff we're accustomed to? Because there's nothing to get angry about right now. The, the, the People, game... <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> the game, no, the game can't be in crisis when there's no game. No, it, it is in crisis. The clubs are all going to die. Even the Broncos are going to die. The no, Titans but... are the most secure I read. No. They have the least money. So no, but it. that's an actual crisis, not a manufactured crisis. Yeah. <laughs> so, the... so it's fine. No comment. No comment. Jeez, they're really putting you on the, under the squeeze. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, who do you hate the most at the Telegraph? That's <laughs> uh, Jack Cronin, has anyone ever hurt you as bad as Ben Hunt hurt Darren Lockyer? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, no. I, uh, 100%. The, the takes are thick and fast from Darren on Ben Hunt. It was like three in a week he's blamed they're Ben venomous, Hunt. Venomous, they're venomous, like, so it's, it's like he's been waiting for an excuse to pull it's, up on Ben Hunt. It's been years. I oh, know, man. Let it go. <laughs> Come on, Darren. Uh, Pythago NRL. If broadcasters aren't going to make April payments, which are quarterly in advance for the right to show NRL games that aren't being paid, what should the NRL do in response to punish them? We'll get it. We'll be getting extremely mad about it online. Do will that help? Can't well, hurt. it won't hurt. It won't, <laughs> it won't, <laughs> it won't hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. Pythago's the one that knows about the numbers, man. He should. He should oh, have an answer they, yeah, already. What should they do in response to punish them? I don't know. They can't be like, hey, we're not taking your money when the game's back. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it would probably impact when they draw up the next and TV And they can't deal. sue them because the court especially, system's so backed no, up but especially moment, with so someone like, like Nine, who we're the home of rugby league. We've been with the game for nearly 30 years yeah. now. To have something like this happen where they just turn their back on the sport when they're at a real time of crisis. If I was the NRL, like, there's not much you can do about it now. But the next time we're negotiating a deal, I'd say Nine, like, fuck off, dude. All I'm saying is that what it tells me, there's no current rights holder... It's free for all. We're putting every game on YouTube. We're taking over Campo. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to upload every game I've got. Let's We're going do on it. YouTube. It's like the purge. There's no laws anymore. There's no laws anymore. Channel like a copyright claim me now, can they? They're, they're, they're out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this works. Uh, Pythagorean Rail back again. How many multi-million dollar war chests yet to be discovered by the How good's fucking around and discovering that you have 90 mil just like, yeah. you know, who, who hasn't been there? And the way that's who hasn't been... woken up after a night out, picked up your jacket from the night before, you've dug through it looking for your keys <laughs> and you just, find, you just find 90 mil like, oh, it's so good. Has anything other than rugby league ever used the term war chest? I don't know. Have you seen Apart me... from old books about <laughs> pirates. I don't know. Have you seen me with my shirt off? Hey. Hey. hey got him. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not even a thing they found. It was like, that's the $90 million origin they propose we'll make if it's played this year. But it's been sold as like, he just woke up and walked into a room and, oh, there's $90 million. Fuck, boys. You know you know what? I just remembered about the 90 mil. Like, <laughs> how could we forget? Like, what if he sells all the horses to pay for rugby league? What if we got the horses to play rugby league? Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back in a big way. <laughs> yeah. And then Liam also asked, if NRL tried to invest its rainy day fund, would they have bought into the top of the property market or the top of the stock market? But yeah. It's I don't know. These questions are too intelligent. Can we please are. just like but get back to like talking about Matt Singh or something? My favorite thing is everyone now like yelling at the NRL for not having like hundreds of millions of dollars just sitting there, like every other business in the world right now. Everyone's just got yeah, all of them have just millions sitting there for the time there's a pandemic. Like, it's like why didn't they plan for an unprecedented pandemic? Yeah, you know, it's like as, as the AFL. Know, the AFL would have yeah, exactly. Anytime they have money, it's always people screaming grassroots and clubs, <laughs> give it away. It's like they and Ben big, Hunt and Ben, and ben Hunt, Hunt just taking oh, yeah, he's just <laughs> taking swathes of it. <laughs> ben Hunt creeping out of NRL headquarters with a sack with a dollar sign on it. That's where they got the war chest from, actually. <laughs> yeah. They went to Ben Hunt's house, <laughs> went into the shed, and there was, there was the war chest. <laughs> uh, Harvey G says, if the league does restart and we get a... Con- oh, wait, we'll leave, save that one. Ignore that. We'll do that one in the next podcast. Harry Ramage, tell me more about the great Adam O'Brien and David Ferner, and should the people of Newcastle start a GoFundMe to cover their rent during COVID-19? Yeah. Um, well, look, not to brag, but once again, we were right. Um, it's been two episodes, two games. So uh, we were right. Two games. Fine. One of them was super weird and nobody was there. Yeah. The other one, they played the worst team in the comp. But we were right. Uh, they scored a lot of points. David Ferner's got them humming, um, yeah. as we all, as we all expected, because we're geniuses. Next question. Yep. Uh, Maitland Mumbler, was it fair of the Knights to exploit the best end of the game by simply running at him? <laughs> it, no, it wasn't fair. <laughs> but yeah, Joey had one of those games. They're they're in his wheelhouse. He turned it up to a hundred. I'm a I'm a little bit worried about Joey. A little bit. Is like, is there a chance that he has passed his athletic peak? Because like in that Knights game. After the dust up, he raced in to try and belt someone, and just sort of bounced off. And then they went through and scored. Lucha's face like, during that dust up, by the way, when he oh did, that was incredible. That like was he so... elbowed Ponga in the back of the head, and then looked up and was like, "Oh my god, I can't the... believe I just did he that." He did the shocked Pikachu face in real yeah, life. Yeah. It I'm was a little, fantastic. I'm a little bit worried that Joey well, might have passed a. He, he might be a, 
a bit over it the It is hill. very Tigers to make someone go there and stop lifting weights. I don't want it to be that no. way, but like, I just, it's just like when he can't even just race up and, and belt someone anymore, like, what's the point? Yeah. Well, that's it. And uh, luckily, the pandemic will never find out. Well, mate, in these, tru- in these, in these, in these troubled times, it might even take Leilua away from us. Yeah. Pat Lawrence, 26. With no NRL content to discuss, other than past games, are all the Fox and NRL pundits secretly celebrating having to relive their past glories rather than those set footy games? That's the oh, question mate. is almost that's a rhetorical, question. but it is very good. Mate, Here's, uh, they're, they're queuing up to go on Fox podcast right now. They're all on TV talking about... I'll tell, tell you, it's, 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 it's interesting. I understand what he's saying, but there's not actually that many people in the rugby league content industry that are that great at reliving past things in any yeah. sort of in-depth or interesting way. Like, Vossi's incredible at it, of course. But a lot of people just aren't designed to it because they're so used to just, like, churning through the news cycle, yeah. you know? So they, I think you'll you'll really see, over these next few weeks, you'll really see who's got gears and who doesn't. Yeah, if they could they could talk about their best piss-ups. They had that, like, they talk about those already. If yeah. they talk about my favourite origin piss-up, they're all on fire. Yeah. That good game you had, like, oh, yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah I played I good. Yeah, played a good game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Don Burke says, thoughts on tackle by tackle analysis of the 2017 Cowboys Roosters prelim. Well, you've go. got to get Don Burke on greatest games yeah, and you've got to do game. that. No, no, you've got to get him on oh. for that 2017 prelim. That was a good I, game. I feel like there's... That's, a... the be- that's the best game I've ever like covered. I feel you like talk, and you talk about nights on the biz. That was a night you escorted asleep Edwin Smith through, yep, the, through yep. the door Ed, of the pub. Ed, a friend of the show, Eddie Smith, was asleep on my shoulder and I managed to get him into the Aurora Hotel. Shout out the Aurora. Shout out the Aurora. Wonderful place. What a place. I I do feel like there's a whole series in the Cowboys in the finals for like five years. Yeah. There's just like so many good games. The the forward pass game against the Roosters, the seven tackle game against the Sharks, the manly one where the the ball was clearly knocked on. Um, Yeah. Them actually winning. Them actually winning. All the ones when they won. Out, that, that one that they beat the Broncos up at um, Dairy Farmers oh, in 2016. No, in 2016. Oh, that one, sorry. Yeah. The yeah, other yeah. one where they beat the Broncos well, up at Dairy gave, Farmers. Because the one in 2004 was <sighs> awesome. Where the Broncos had won until Matt Gillett gave a penalty away. That, that was great. Shout out the Broncos <laughs> agreeing to move that game to Dairy Farmers out of the goodness of their hearts in 2004. I think me and Dom have actually done tackle-by-tackle tackle analysis of that 2017 prelude. We talk about it a lot. Okay. Uh, goddamn Gunton asked, how angry was Camp after the 2019 Grand Final? I wasn't angry. Unfair I was sad. Yep. I, was, I, was, I was sad. I didn't have it in me. I didn't have it in me. Need to be angry. Uh, Liam D. Power, most likely player to have an Uber Eats blowout over the next few months. True. Well, the way he's already started his Uber yeah. Eats blowout. Like, yeah, he can't, you can't have a blowout when you're already post blowout. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's a, no, that's a fair point. He's going to be massive after this. Well, it's no, Trell it's tra- it's tra- it's tra- or the Lay Lewis, isn't it? Like, yeah. What are we doing here? The Lay Lewis have a lot of good options. They <laughs> 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 do. What a place. <laughs> Chris Avnell says if Joey gets his wish, then I'll ditch four clubs. Who should the three other than Souths be? Great question. Um, so you've got the people's team, the grand old club. If the, if the, for the entire Sydney region. If this is also going to have like four clubs. No, no, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got to blow them all up. No, no, no. Start again. It's the, the four teams will be Souths, Newcastle, Brisbane, and rest of the world. It has four <laughs> clubs in general. It, yep. it's, it, I, would, I would never wish this on. Wait, have I misheard the question completely? Yes, four and so four clubs teams. to get rid of. Oh, go fuck yourself, mate. I thought you were saying there was only four clubs <laughs> left. No, so I would, never wish, I would never wish anyone's club going down. Yeah, no one's horrible, it's not horrible thing. But it's, it's weird because there are clubs like the Roosters, for example, who have all this money. But if you were setting up a competition tomorrow, they wouldn't exist. you wouldn't base a team in the Eastern Because Souths encapsulate most of that area. Exactly. Exactly, and that and Sydney's such a, a weird sporting market. It's so big and so varied that if you just had like three teams, if you just had a team called Sydney, mm. they wouldn't be. They'd have to be based somewhere, and then they would become of that place. So, for example, in the A League, it's Sydney FC, but really yeah. they're the eastern suburbs, aren't they? Yes, they're the eastern suburbs and the inner Correct. city and all that sort of thing. Um, so, I, I, I don't think it's as simple as Joey makes it out to be. Where no, you can just cut not. four teams in the competition. If, if you were starting it, it again, though, my four cuts would be. And this is never going to happen, and, and I don't want these teams to go anywhere. But you would cut the Roosters for logistical purposes. It makes no sense to Well, you would them. merge the Roosters with somebody. You well, would probably merge the Roosters If, if you're starting from scratch, they just go, and Souths control that region. The Sharks would go for the same re- reason, and the Dragons would the just Dragons basically can, can operate that, that entire over, area, yeah. St. George, the Shire, and Wollongong. Um, Titans can go. Get them out of here. The Gold Coast doesn't need supporting teams. They never work. They're never good. No one cares. Fuck them off. Um, and the fourth team I would get rid of... And again, this is just because, for, from a logistical standpoint, I think you get rid of Penrith and Parramatta just encapsulates the entire Greater West. Well, I, rec- I, reckon, I reckon you go either Para, Canterbury or West yep, one because you can have two teams cover yep, one that of them. region. And yep. it probably wouldn't be West because I think you'd need the, the MacArthur region. 
because it's growing so quickly. Yeah. So you know we're, all, I mean? we're all kind of on the same page. I think you get rid of Penrith and just expand this is Parramatta. Completely, this is completely off the wall, but something I think about all the time is um, in 99 when they were contracting the competition and everyone was going down for mergers and West were clearly going to have to merge with somebody and they ended up merging with the Tigers and it's all been really weird, but they were in discussions with Penrith for a while. Mm. If Penrith had merged with West and managed to be the Penrith region and the MacArthur region... We had the Parramatta Tigers as well. Yeah, and, that's, and if, that, if that weird... Panthers Magpies hybrid managed to hang on till now when that's now the fastest growing area like in the country and they're going to build an airport like like it, and it's going to be like a second mm. CBD like that could be not Bronco level financial clout but it yeah. could it could get close that, that that area won't be fully built up for probably another 15 20 years so but like it's yeah it's there it so could we, have happened we agree, on, we agree on Roosters Sharks one of those Western Sydney clubs what's your guys fourth because obviously I said the Titans but I don't know what you guys think yeah, I think it's the Titans. I, I think you're right. I think we all got sort of fooled with the false with the fool's gold up on the Titans, and it's not just league. All the sporting, friend, yeah. all the sporting I, leagues, like leagues. the Suns, I never got fooled with the fool's gold there. But it's uh, I, made probably mainly. I, mm, yeah, no, I think you what you would do if you again. This is starting from scratch. The new team encapsulates from Manly North, so you try to make them. You try well, to make so them. So it's like Manly Sunny Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but that's, that's what you those try to areas do. are so different, though. Like, yeah. No, I know they're different, but like. And I know the Northern Eagles didn't work, but this is starting from scratch, assuming that people don't have old allegiances to teams. So I think you would try to get a team up that is basically the northern suburbs and then stretching into the Central Coast. Or the alternative is you try they, to make uh, the, the alternative the, is you try to make the Knights so you, a team. So you, so you have the Bears essentially, basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. We're bringing just, back the Bears. I'm just not sure that that area needs a team. Still. Maybe not. They do love the Rohingya Rats. Like, Let like, them have them. That's just one of those yeah. things. Like sometimes people get obsessed with numbers on paper. Like, oh, there's a lot of people live there. Doesn't mean there's doesn't a, mean they're going to care. Yeah. Um, so would you anyway, get would you move them to Gosford then, or do you think the Central Coast also doesn't need a team? They don't need a team either. Okay. I mean, you can just get, basically the Knights can encapsulate that whole area. Starting from scratch, right? And what twelve teams? Yeah, we're looking for twelve teams of the level of a Broncos or a Knights or something that's going to have twenty thousand a week if they're over we're, every we're, time. We're doing Super League. That's what we're doing. We're doing and that's, Super and that's my favorite thing. All this about to say is uh, my favorite thing. All this is that Andrew Johns keeps proposing Super League nice. despite being the ARL beacon of hope. Yeah, that's why I, I love that. I love that he's on board with he's Super a League thinker, Joey. Yeah. But right. yeah, if you're going to do like if you're going to do twelve clubs, you'd have to blow all the Sydney up. Let's be honest; you can't keep any of them. They all have to go. Ah, uh, Souths can stay. Next question. But anyway, that that's never happened, and the well, game's never going that just, way. You probably just go what north, south, east, west. Yeah. Like, um, what about Glebe? <laughs> what about Annandale? <laughs> what about Sydney University? No, no. Well, there's one team in Sydney, and it's Newtown. Hmm. Done. Tough to argue. Done. Uh, Lockie Hancock says, "Why didn't Campisi get a ten in the Terry Campisi game?" Oh, I have no idea. This Jack Cronin's corner. This, no. this is Jack Cronin's thing, but I was—I've always been very pissed off about it because those ratings meant a lot to me at the time. And I remember buying rugby league wing and thinking Terry's going to get a ten. This is going to be fucking sick. And then he didn't. Nice. At least I like one rating system that respected the high score enough to never give it out. Like, or given, imagine some they fucking. Did, though they 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 started giving him out all the time. Yeah, like, they were desperate. <sighs> Mitch, imagine some fuck were giving someone an eleven. Can you imagine? That was great, yeah. King. That's King shit. That was great. I'm not bound by your fucking numbers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> numbers uh, are just a social construct. Lockie's Man next question, made, brother. How much does someone have to pay to start receiving Campo's late night hot take texts? Oh, God. <laughs> you, invite only, brother. Yeah, you pay in time spent. <laughs> you don't get money. I don't know if we have the time, but can you just like, dig a few of them up? Yeah, we've got Matt Coleman sitting in the corner as well. He's also grabbed his phone because he also gets them. Yeah, so I started doing this maybe two or three years ago when I had a really big summer on the beers. And I, I do enjoy them. Late. Do you have a list, by the way, of people you have to get to? Or uh, it's a pretty rough list. You're on it. Coleman's on it, Bungard's on it, um, Eddie Smith's on it, Jack Brady's on it, and then there's a few people that sort of duck in and out. But you guys are kind of like the core. Okay, here's one of the other week. Imagine thinking Asako wasn't the king. Could it be me? <laughs> <laughs> that was normally. Like, normally, it's more based around players from the uh, from the mid 2000s. I've got a couple, and sometimes here. it gets a bit. It gets yeah. a bit um, so this, aggressive. This one was from uh, 14th of March at 3:21 a.m. Mick Moran was better than Adam Reynolds. I stand by it. We should mention that they're all, they're all club. They're usually club themed. Yeah, well, I, I like yeah. to tailor them for the person's club. You know, it's just a nice little touch. I um, put on you it. also randomly at six fourteen a.m. on Sunday, the first of March, sent me callous sixty four off one hundred and fourteen balls, bold flint off. <laughs> no, because we were talking about that at the pub much earlier that night. And, and that same day, fourteenth of March, we got TBJ on the edge at a cycle at fullback or suck me. <laughs> Coleman, welcome. Yeah, hi. Quick cameo. Uh, Sunday, twenty third of February, two fifty seven a.m. 2003, Russell Richardson equals 2020, Nick Campton. Holy <laughs> shit, he sent me the same one. You Are go. you doubling up? 
Okay, here Sometimes, we go. Sometimes, this is pretty outrageous. Late. It's I got pretty the late when I, I send them. I said, and when you said that, I replied with, can't wait for you to score two tries in an 18-16 win over the West Tigers. <laughs> I've got a double banger here. 29th of February, 3.38 a.m. What, just because Kane Manahera played first grade, you think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the next one... Sunday, 1st of March, 6.15am. There's yep. a late one. Yes. Tony Carroll would destroy Jake. <laughs> Which one would be one and no weapons? My my favourite... <laughs> he would. My, my favourite exchange that I think I've had with Canva, he sent me a photo of him <laughs> watching the South Canberra prelim at 3.02am on Saturday the 22nd of February. I was with Karma for that. Yeah, Follow, he was there. <laughs> followed up by a text message at 4.54am saying, Josh Papali. To which I sent back a photo at 10.30am, a normal time to send text messages, of Ben Cummins waving six again. Oh. To which I got a reply saying, cunt, that's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, four, Saturday 22nd of February, 4.55am. This one is too real, by the way. If 2008 Joel Moon played in the modern age, he'd be sent over Queensland. Which that's, is, true. Look, that's true. That's true. <laughs> too true. You know what's really making me take a good hard look at myself? These are all from like the start of February onwards. <laughs> These are. are all like the last um, six weeks. And the day following that, 2.59am, take a hit up Aaron Woods, your cat. Chatters, <laughs> 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 23rd of February. <laughs> Oh, man. These are great. I'll try to find one or two more. There was do, some I, really good... I, do I stay too late? Like, no, you don't. You I seem to enough. do it like really regularly. I didn't think I did it this regularly. <laughs> We're back to like four weeks ago. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, okay, we'll keep looking. You got any more, Bungard? Or is he had a... Oh, you were overseas for a little while. Yeah, yeah that's, I was off the grid for a little bit, so that sort of um, threw off the There was a time. period in November where we sent each other lines from the DK rap from Donkey Kong 64. That was, that was yeah, a, yeah. There's something else. That was something I was trying out. The, the, I well, I mean, it's very niche, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of Star Wars hate here. We can't oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a few of those too. I got the me- the meme of the guy walking out of the cinema when she says Ray Ray Skywalker, and Campbell replied, "That was actually me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got some Star Wars rankings for anyone's interested. In <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. his rankings are terrible. He thinks the Last Jedi is good. The Last Jedi fucking rules. Uh, it's 11, last eleventh of December, twenty two twenty four a.m. G's up, hose down. Arvel and Simpson debuted in the semi-final. <laughs> uh, I found a good one. 2005, Buddy Gordon was the king of the streets. Yeah. <laughs> 4.17am on Sunday, the 10th of November. Followed by me replying with, he's no Teo Olo, inverted commas, junior, Vi which you replied with, or Kane, inverted commas, nickname pending, Morgan. Who Gain I called... Morgan. Gain Morgan played rugby for Canman last year. Why he's is his nickname dude. not the Big Red and Green Machine? Kane Morgan's, I yeah. don't know, dude. Good question. Uh, we've gone off. Uh, I think we same, should... same day, Nick Kenny would have played Origin if he was 10 years younger. He probably would have. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> he probably would have. I thought you would have been more of a Darren Mapp guy. So uh, he came to Canberra and he disappointed me. Oh, I've got this one, but it's, it's very sexist. Should I still read it out? Oh, no, don't. <laughs> don't, no, don't. Don't get me cancelled, bro. Not... I know I'm going to get cancelled one day. It doesn't have to be this and it doesn't have to be now. Nope, I think which one is it? The one with my thumb is. I think that's fine. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. said, do no. you... <laughs> do you... I won't say it? Don't do it. Okay, I won't say it. Oh, that, that, we'll put that one on the Patreon, mate. Yeah, okay. Patreon only. God, there's a Cherry Messier message here. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's just in general. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Cherry messy up. Yeah, but it's really like you're painting a very grim picture of what it's like to be friends with me. No, it's, this is not great. Everyone's loving it. We, we love, love this. It. What are you talking about? This People have asked it. me how they get on the list, and I'm you, just like, you can't. Mate, this is an unsurprising one, but even about two weeks earlier, if Nick Kenny played in 2019, he would have got a Queensland jersey. He probably would have. How many Nick, Nick Kenny, Kenny ones are there? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's hard to come up with names we don't, sometimes. We don't keep track of these. Mate, he's 17 beers deep, and <laughs> Nick Kenny's an easy name to type. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think is that enough of the? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I get think so. I'm going to go. To, I'm going to go to AA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Four twenty-two a.m. Saturday, twenty-eighth of September. So after you beat us in the uh, the the morning after you beat us in the prelim. Yeah, what did I do that night? I, we went out. No, because no, isn't it the day after the prelim? No, it's so Saturday it's like, morning. So it's okay. after the prelim. Oh no! Night. So me and Coleman was still out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not only did your team beat mine in a prelim, you then had to message me at four twenty-two a.m. and say Lee Hookie was better than Nathan Merritt. It's not a bad bad message. Yeah, what? You, you don't like Lee Hooky? Lee Hooky was fine. Hooky? Nathan Merritt's the greatest <laughs> rabbit who ever lived. What's wrong with Lee Hooky, this, this is a follow one. 3rd of October, Thursday, 3.08am. Oh. Craig Foley was a coward who could never cut it in the territory. <laughs> That's great. I was on one grand no final No one calls the ACT the That's territory. Like, it wasn't in the capital. <laughs> I call it the territory. <laughs> the territory. Would he play in Darwin or something? Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. good. That was a good I sidetrack. It. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. 
Uh, Arnold Rimmer asks, that's a great name. How tough is rehab for knee reconstructions? Do clubs push players back too early? Well, I don't know how tough it is. I think I think it's not some from. I've never done me knee or anything like that. But what a lot of the players say is it's not so much tough doing the actual rehab. It's just being away from the playing group and being isolated like that. I think I think it's it's mentally a lot tougher than it is physically. Yeah. And do players? So do clubs push push players back too early? Always. I'm oh, a, yeah. Every one time. Of, one of the my radical uh, ideas of changing the sport entirely is that the doctors are not contracted to clubs. My idea is they get contracted to the eight the the uh, RLPA. And they represent the players' interest, not the club's interest. It never happened, but we all see all the time when players come back early from injury, and they, or even they don't take injury seriously, and it gives them long-term lasting effects for the rest of their life or their career. When they're young and dumb, they all want to get out there. That's one of my, you know, so rugby league socialist takes for, for the future. That's a good idea. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to give it all away here. We've got to keep those some of those under wraps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's go later, Jay. How do we make the Warriors good? There's no answer. That's a that's a whole podcast. That is. Maybe two. Lachlan Hancock. Who is harder to tackle in Rugby 08? Rapini, Thau or Brian O'Driscoll? Ooh. Thau Yeah. He was, he was invincible in that game. O'Driscoll was very good in it too. O'Driscoll though. was really good. Shane, Will- need... Shane Williams was really hard to handle because he was I... so fast. But you know who's really hard in that? Um, Bobby, Bobby Skinstat. He's yeah. a number, number eight from South Africa. Yeah. And he had all the... I don't know why, but his speed and all that was cranked up to high 90s, but he was also much bigger than anyone else because he was a number eight. I don't know why they made him so goddamn good, but he was just, a Just put Schalkberger in the middle and let him work. Schalkberger? Yeah, great player. Uh, Van der Westhuizen. Mate, my guy used Van der Westhuizen. R.I.P. If you could have a full career highest package of Felidi Matteo or Dave Taylor put on YouTube, but only one, which player do you choose? Well, I choose the Coltrane. Well, so do I, but that's just like... More biasing. Mateo's highlights clip might be better. It might, but the Coltrane played for all our teams. Yeah, I think I'm landing on the Coltrane. Yeah, I, th- I think, but only only just. Also, I think Mateo's Mateo's in a vacuum. Mateo's shit is probably better. There's more skill. More skill, but Coltrane's is. I don't know. Sometimes we just more, it's, it's almost like more specialized because he's. Big yeah. fellas just don't do stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's a Mateo was sick, but there are a lot of guys who can do things that Mateo did. You know what I mean? Uh, Booners 05 Will Boomerockies be the commentary team On Channel 10 League next year? God, I hope not I like bashing the commentators But I don't want to be one <laughs> It's easier to watch stuff Than to do stuff Well, I can't yell And swear words at them When I'm commentating Maybe, Why not? maybe, maybe that's how we sell it to them that like, is, um, Uncut, uncut <laughs> boom rookies like. Just listen to me Yelling at the Broncos For 80 minutes which, I've seen which, it It's not pretty Which mid-2000s Channel 10 celebrity Is our sideline reporter? I say hot dogs Oh, oh no it's, no, Millsy. we got to get Millsy. Or Millsy or Hot Dogs. Andrew G. Or Osher, Osher Gunsberg. Get the fuck out of here. Speaking of, of Mitch screaming watching the Broncos, I want to tell a quick story from when we lived together. Oh, so no. this is like 2017, and they were playing Parramatta. And I was working and was coming up to the house just as, as the game was about to kick off on about a Thursday night. And I was maybe 10 metres from the front of the house. And I knew I was like really – I was like booking it to try and get there by the time the game kicked off. And from maybe 10 metres down the road, I heard Mitch screaming, like screaming in rage. And I thought, oh my God, like something's happened. Like he's fucking poked his eye you out or something like that. And I'm coming in and I'm like, mate, what's happened? Oh, what's that happened? was when they scored off the kickoff. What's kick happened? Off. And he goes, yeah, yeah. fucking Adam Blair has offloaded off the kickoff and Parrot scored after 12 seconds. Yeah. I thought someone had died. That was the scream at work. You thought I was in pain. You thought I'd fallen or something. I was like, no. Well, worse pain. (laughs) 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 You don't get hit by something. It was an emotional pain. (laughs) Uh, David Hunter. Actually, we'll save that one for the next pod as well. Booners said, some some of the NRL clubs should have more of a say in running the game after this. Why do people hate the game so much? I mean, you can't answer your own question. The clubs should not run the game. No, absolutely not. It's also—it's even more self-interest. Yeah, because clubs aren't out for the game. The clubs are out for themselves, which they should be. But that's why you need someone to run things separately. Like, you look at the NFL where the clubs and the owners are the most powerful people in the league. You know what I mean? And it just... It it it, it just doesn't work because self-interest, self-interest would kill them. Again... I know that's not happening in the NFL, but it would happen here. But, I mean, there is some owners in the NFL that, you know... Don't give a shit about their fan bases. It's different. It's more corporate, but there's guys who happily move a team around yeah. and get involved in, in the day-to-day running, and you don't want clubs running the game. No, Who absolutely. the hell knows what happens? Well put. Uh, David Hunter, will ESPN still be interested in NRL if we start before August? I don't know. I don't know but I'm assuming if there's still no other sport on, they'll be interested in it, because yeah. for, a battle, for a week in time, they, the AFL 
and the A League like the only not only sports but only sports in West large Western countries still running. There was Russian still volleyball like, still going. Mate. There was like Turkish football, Argentinian football. But, you know, in Western countries, they were the largest sports still Al- Alexander Kleb was trying to get Messi and Ronaldo to come down to the Belarusian League because they were still running. I like it. I like him Can taking you do it on a cold, wet night in Minsk? <laughs> Good question. Okay, anyway, that's all the questions. Wow. That's all right. Well, that's all right. It's, uh, anything you'd like to plug, Nicholas? Um, yeah, um, I wrote a really extensive thing on uh, on the Bears late last year. I know it's been around for a while now, but if you went back and read it, I would really appreciate it. If you like what I say on this podcast or you like what the boys do, you'll probably like this as well. Um, and in these troubled times when there's just not much going on, if you see something with my name on it, please click on it, please read it, please subscribe if you have the time or the money, um, because it just it always makes a big difference, but it'd make an especially big difference now. So if you like my stuff... Please just show it. And Mitchell, could you please give a shout out? We got one more late oh. question. Paul Max seventy eight just just tweeted in. Oh, how could we go on without a Paul Max exactly. question? Love Given that. Given that dude. the two immortals from the eighties spent most of their time in the Brisbane comp, should BRL games be considered as first grade games? Oh, that is that is an unbelievable, an unbelievably Paul Mac take. Like this, that is his shit to um, the ground. It is. I mean, you can't no. just include seven years of them. You have to include all of them. Yeah. But uh, the, the big difference, I, I actually. Uh, I like when I talk about history a lot of time, I like talking from 98 onwards. That is what the current comp is. That was the amalgamation of Super League and ARL. Most of the things achieved are from then onwards is that, that era. But none of the BRL teams play in the NRL. Yeah. It's a bit different. It is the same it is, competition. It, it's, it's, it's different because for a long time, it wasn't like the, the New South Wales competition was the competition. There were two separate entities. Yeah. And you could have a great career up in Brisbane and still play for Australia and still be a legend. Like a lot of a lot of dudes did that. Yeah. So I think it's a mistake to conflate one with the second just because the NRL is more of an evolution of the New South Wales comp than the Queensland comp. You know what yeah. I mean? So I understand what he's getting at, but I think it would be a mistake nah, to start it's, including it's, it's NRL like, records because it's, it's two different competitions. It's like counting Ichiro's hits in the Japanese league. Get well, he is the here. true hit king. <laughs> He is. Is that another you know, chocolate maker or something? <laughs> oh, stop it. Um, no, yeah, nah. Sorry, Paul. Okay, last thing. I say we thank the uh, thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon anyway. It's patreon.com forward slash Rookies. But special thanks to the Patreons who pay for our, uh, what is it, Origin Bolter uh, tier? Or Origin tier. You wrote anyway. them. I know. Uh, anyway, it's Chris Avnil, Dan, Dan Cullinane, Dave, Slash Mess, and Ozil, Carlo Tyson, Matty McP, uh, Roxanne Clark, Scott Finlayson, Simo Ali, Ty, Wayne Ritchie, and Jason Oliver. And think about this. If you donate, you could have your name read out on a mildly successful rugby league podcast. Isn't Mild, that, isn't grossly that, successful now, I'm going to say. Isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that a tantalizing prospect? Yeah, we are one of the very few rugby league mediums continuing as they were from before. Nothing has changed. Because <laughs> we didn't watch the games before. And we're damn sure not watching them now. <laughs> All right. Say goodbye, Cambo. Goodbye, Cambo. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me.